0: Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be, but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Dentley Show with Dr. James Dentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Dentley.
1: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the James Dentley Show. This is our first edition. I couldn't be even more excited. And, you know, this is a show where we don't just think outside the box because, first of all, there is no box. That we can do anything and we can accomplish whatever our whatever... Maybe I want to take the opportunity on this first initial show to uh, just spend some time letting you know a little bit about myself and what to expect as we move forward. We're putting together a lot of things that are extremely exciting, as uh, truly exciting, informative, empowering, and, and funny. I mean, we're going to cover the gamut with these particular shows, and we're going to talk a lot about business acceleration, leadership, Uh, Speaking, how to become a a phenomenal speaker, how to take your speaking ability to the next level, to speak inside the listening of another person into the nervous system of another human being. That's pretty cool, especially if you're in a relationship to speak into the nervous system of another human being. We're going to talk about health and wellness, relationships, nonprofit, as well as network marketing and all traditional business as well to inspire and inform. But also I want to bring some of my friends into the fold. Uh, Each and every week, I'm going to have many special guests that are going to come onto the line, and they're going to share with you their story, because the goal here is to help you understand the power of your individual story, that your story is impactful, as your life is impactful, and your life has tremendous meaning and significance to the lives of so many other people that you have not met and yet to meet. But you make a difference and your story matters and your hardships were never in vain. They just have prepared you for something greater and inspires other people that they can get through whatever they face. You know, uh, it's kind of interesting because I've just gotten off the road. I was in four four or five cities, I think, over the last six days, a lot of time on the airplane. And I came home today with the intentions of having surgery on my knee. However, when I was in Las Vegas, even though I'm in nice Las Vegas, look, I'm from Chicago, Illinois, and I'm in Las Vegas. And, of course, the weather is supposed to be really, really nice, a little cool. But the hotel rooms were freezing. Even if I turned the temperature up in the thermometer and the thermostat, uh, the air was still really, really cold. So I woke up and my throat was a little sore, and I had been speaking every single day, all day long. So my throat was sore. So I said, oh, my goodness, i got to record this show because I have surgery on Friday. On my knee, they've I mean, got to take a bone out of my knee, so i I, I got to be ready for this. I can't be on a show, and I'm getting out the hospital at 2 o'clock and do a show at 2 o'clock Central. You know, so I went on to Los Angeles from there, and all those airplanes, I came back home, and man, I was sick. Boy, I was so sick. I was blowing my nose. I was like a snotty-nosed kid. I couldn't stop. I had a headache to die for. I mean, I was just going through it in every shape, form, or facet. And I began to pray. And knowing I had to wake up this morning and go into the hospital. But it dawned on me that if I have a cold and flu like symptoms, they can't give me anesthesia. You know, so I got up this morning. I thought I would feel a little bit better. I wanted to wait till the last minute. I said, Well, I can do the show in the car on the way back from the hospital or do it from the hospital. That'd be really cool. After I'm all stitched up, and they said I can walk out with a cane and limp out of there. And maybe you all will feel a little pity on me, and and we have a lot of fun with it. But to really show the example that we never stop, we never give up, that we push through, no matter what the circumstances, we just let out, make it happen. And I want to talk a little bit about that as I share this first episode and share my life, what we're doing and how this can impact you, what you have to do with this. And it's my hope and my desire that I can bring each and every one of you that are listening, and as you share this, I'm going to encourage you to continue to share it, I can help encourage each and every one of you to take your stories and take the pieces that you can identify with. And even the way that you know me uh, through our experiences or even in your own life, if you have not met me, you're going to get to know me. But I want to get to know you as well because I want to hear about other people that you've empowered and you've impacted and have transformed their lives forever. And it's about to begin with the way that we choose to think. So this show... We're going to have a tremendous amount of guests. Now, today, you've just got me because I've got a lot to talk about. I've got a lot to talk to you about, but I've been talking to my good friend Les Brown. Uh, You know, we're going to be out at the city gala. Uh, this February 24th, I'm actually going to be handing him the Legacy Award at the City Gala, and then Ryan Long, this, this phenomenal human being who started the gala, whose heart is about making a difference in the world, to serve people and help them to, to drive their nonprofits, to raise capital, to connect them with the people that we would call the movers and shakers, to, to be able to position yourself, and each and every one of you guys as well, to position yourself, that you can network and do business with and, And be a part of this business acceleration programs that we have, these summits that we have all throughout the country, but also celebrate us as we, every single year, select nine nonprofits that we're going to help drive uh, their agendas and drive their purpose, drive their, their heart's work to another level, giving them more exposure and some capital as well to do more work. And then track them because they're all doing good work and we're making sure that they're doing what they say they need to do. So Ryan Long is going to be one of our guests. My dear friend Robbie and Mike Matthews, These are financial experts. You're going to hear from them during the course of the show. Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen. they wrote a little bit of a book called Chicken Soup for the Soul. And they're going to be excited to have people like that. Dave Blanchard from the Augmandino Group, my great friend Mr. Bill Walsh. Jeff Hoffman, this gentleman, is the, the serial entrepreneur. This gentleman has earned hundreds of millions of dollars. Jay Samick, he's the vice chairman of Deloitte. I think we can learn a little bit about him. He is a disruptor and wrote a book called Disrupt You. And even the, my friends in the athletics, such as Ray Lewis and Mark Aguirre, Byron Scott, and many other people. And not to name drop, but we're going to have people there on the line, like Daniel, who's the number one vegan, excuse me, he's the number seven rated vegan in the world, and I think he's 13 years old. I want you to hear from him, Uh, people who have gone through adversities and have come out on the other side, or people who are born with what most, most people may say would be a challenge, but now they turn that challenge into power, because now they're inspiring the hearts of people that there are no excuses, that we can do it. We first have to believe it, and then become it, to step into it, that we can make it happen. So this show, the whole focus here is the challenge. To challenge you, to feed you, to nurture you, to impact your thoughts, to nourish you, and And to help you make the little shift, the small little shift, to get in that state of click. The state of click is when you operate in a zone where you don't have to think about it. Everything just goes. You're in a state of what I like to call flow. And everything just lines up. Everything slows down. And you achieve that by getting clarity, becoming crystal clear on what it is that you want. You know, I like uh, eagles and I like lions because biblically, uh, the eagle and lion are the two animals that God can pair themselves with in the Bible. He talks about being like the eagle and like that lion. The eagles, they soar high, and when the crows nip towards their feet, they just spread their wings and fly higher. They're regal. They fly and own the sky with Chesapeake. Some people work to become better. But eagles and lions and people that want to play at the highest level, they work hard until there is no doubt that they have mastered their craft because they're still on a a plane of learning, even though they know what most people would think. They know it all, but they know there's always more. There's always what's next. How do we press? Because in the human experience is always about evolution. From the beginning of time that's recorded, we've always created. The Bible says in the beginning God did what? He created so in the plight of and the human existence of men and women is that all we do is create. We always create. I remember when my mom uh, raised myself and my three sisters, we were little bit kids, that she would have a casserole and she would just take all the leftovers and she would create something. And that was the best dish of them all. You know, she throw a little cheese and rice in there and next thing you know it was casserole. What is it? I said, this was like yesterday's macaroni, mother. Ma. <laughs> but she got a new name for it and it had a new flavor, a new taste, and it was a new identity. We live in a time of disruption, and it's time for each and every one of us to create, to put on our imaginative hats, to start thinking outside of the box, realizing there is no box. And I hate that term, think outside the box, because you're still saying there's a box. There is no box. There's nothing but possibility. And I want to challenge each and every one of you. I want to encourage each and every one of you to breathe, just to breathe slowly, deliberately, consciously, calm down. And so using your imagination, if you look at our world today it's disruption, the number one transportation company doesn't own any cars, and that would be Uber and then Lyft. There's many other companies that are being developed right now, that are right now in the beginning of that launch. Now, even though they disrupted the, the transportation industry, there's other companies that are going to disrupt them because they found ways to get into the same industry and add something to it that other people aren't doing so the drivers make more money. But then guess what? Now we're coming out with driverless cars. So what happens to the drivers? You see, truck drivers will have tr- driverless trucks. Think about all the commerce is going to be shifted. It's going to be disrupted because there's no truck driver in the car. So it's going to change how insurance works for the drivers. It's going to change the commerce that people earn of every town that the drivers of trucks and automobiles go up and down the road. The amount of people we're going to have is a state patrolman that's going to shift in disruption. You look at the number one. Uh, housing or hotel in the world, Airbnb. They don't own any hotels. They disrupted an industry, so now people can go and get a, a mansion if they want to get all their friends and they have a great party, pool, jacuzzi, and everything, and be less than the price of a hotel and have the ability to be there twenty four seven, make a little bit more noise than they can than they can because they're not have they don't have a neighbor on the other side of the wall. But then they can have events there, and they can showcase and the, take their vacation and create a different type of experience for everyone. That's called disruption. There was a lady who she was trying to find a dress to go to an event, and she realized all the dresses for this particular affair, they were so costly, and she really couldn't afford it. And she got together with her friend, and her, she and her friend got together and disrupted the, the clothing industry because she got to rent a runway. Well, now she went out and found people who had high-level, high-quality, and very expensive dresses, and she can, they would rent them to her, and then she would rent them to other people. And they could show up and not worry about being seen in the same office twice. She turned into a $33 million company. Disruption. That's all disruption. So Richard Branson, in the music business, misses his plane, starts merging airlines by asking everybody else who missed their plane. They're all mad. They missed the flight. He chartered a flight and got all the other people to invest $39 instead of 300 and get on the flight. And that was the birth of Virgin Airlines, this multi-billion dollar entity. And we live in a world today of disruption. You know, you look at many network marketing companies that are coming up with different ideas to be able to get out to the marketplace, to disrupt, to shift. Not get away from the basics that work, but to enhance them, to enhance the human experience, to make things that are good out there to the marketplace faster, to use technology, but to do it in an honorable way where we still touch the soul and the heart and the spirit of another human being, that we still have that connection, the most powerful connection in the world. And you look at that eagle, high up in that nest, and the eagle begins to have little baby eagles, and the eagle puts little glass and thorns in the nest, so when the baby eagle sits in the nest, they sit down and it pricks their, their butt, and their butt hurts. You don't want them to get too comfortable in that nest. And then the mother eagle goes out and gives them food and brings them back and goes out and put their wing around them and keep them nice and warm. And Even though their butt hurts, you can get comfort in within discomfort. You know, you ever had a job you weren't happy with or doing something you weren't really uh, happy with every single day, but you got used to it. And it's better than the opposite. It's better than the, the consequence of not having income coming in. So you do what you have to do. You learn how to get through the day and like it and love it at certain points and so looking for those moments where you can find joy in what you do. You know, so one day this eagle flies away, and the mother doesn't come back. And the baby eagles, they sit up in their nest, and our butt hurts. Hey, we're having a good time. There's two, three, or four of us, and we're just kicking it in the nest. And then we get a little hungry, and our butt hurts. And we're hungry, and Mom hasn't come back. And now it gets dark, and it's so high up in the sky that the air is so thin, it's cold. And now we're cold, and we're hungry, and our butt hurts. And it's getting late. And and we're a little afraid because what happened to mom? Did something happen Is she not coming back? You know, everything that we know, everything that's given us security all of our lives, you know, what we live, we learn, what we learn, we practice, and what we practice, we become. And we sit in the nest. Oh, no, I mean the eagle sits in the nest, cold, hungry, scared, the butt hurts. And looks over the edge of the nest and says, wow, look at that drop. But I saw mom drop out. If we don't jump out of here, we're going to die. I can't take it any longer. So, the ego has to compromise and negotiate with itself and remember who that ego is, who was born to be, and takes that leap of faith and jumps at that nest. Ah! That's the sound the ego makes when it says, "Ah," like, oh crap. And the wind gets under those wings and they spread those wings out and they begin to take to the sky and own it, like the kings and queens of the sky that all of us, I mean, the eagles, were born to be. If you look at a lion, a lion is very interesting because a lion walks around with an attitude through the jungle. I call it quiet intensity. They just kind of walk, hunched over. They just kind of walk. You know, all the muscles just kind of move. And they just kind of walk. And they're very family-oriented. They're very protective of their family. And when the female lions hunt at night, the male lions watch all the cubs. They watch the tribe. So it goes in and Everybody plays their role. But the lion is the king of the jungle. And the lion is not the tallest animal in the jungle. The lion is not the strongest animal in the jungle. It's not the heaviest animal in the jungle. It's not the fastest animal in the jungle. Not the strongest, nor the smartest, but it's the king of the jungle. You look at an elephant as big as they are and as powerful as they are, when they see a lion, they turn around and they run. Because when a lion looks at an elephant, the lion says, Oh, great food, eat. Eat. When the elephant sees a lion, the elephant says, oh, crap, eater!" her. <laughs> so it's a different perspective. You see, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Now, this lion, this lion is the king of the jungle because of his attitude, because of the way it operates. With a quiet intensity, it just prowls. Each step is very deliberate, very, very deliberate. You see, a lion that leads a bunch of sheep. Will always win versus excuse me that, that versus a, a a sheep that tries to lead a bunch of lions. So if you have weak leadership, then you can get a great team, but you can't lead them. But if you are great in your leadership, you can take other people and you can get them to do things greater than they ever would have done by themselves. To get a common person, and a common person is just an attitude, a perspective, the way you operate in your life at the moment, because all of us are born to do uncommon things, and turn into warriors. The military is born of that. You take these little kids. I was in the airport the other day, and I was uh, looking at these little kids that are in the military, and I always see veterans and soldiers all the time. Our nonprofit works with kids and seniors and veterans. I'm always around these veterans, but this time, all of these veterans were little kids, and they look like kids, like they're all 18 years of age. And it dawned on me for the very first time. And that's why I have so much respect for all of those who have family members in the military. Because they risk their lives. And these are children. They risk their lives and come back scarred, either physically or either mentally, spiritually, emotionally. If they make it through, get back at all. And I'm looking at these kids and I begin to, my perspective changed. My heart went out. And I was so thankful to each and every one of them what they dare to, to do, and what they do and how they live, but they're children. But when they walk into that base, they're led and trained by lions. And now they take these children and turn them into soldiers, and hopefully with honor and respect to be able to run towards the bullets of life. You know, sometimes we have challenges in life, and in life we're always going to have those challenges, but most of us duck and run for cover. We try to avoid it. We don't want to face it. And they're taught that we don't leave anyone behind, that there's people greater than ourselves that we fight for. And what a great perspective. You see, when you have a big enough why, you can do anything. If your why makes you cry, if you have something that's bigger than yourself, when you have an idea or a goal or a vision that's bigger than you yourself and your own needs and your own expectations, but to know that you're not here alone, you're never alone, And none of us reach our full potential alone. And that's what I want to bring forth in this show through every single week, every single Friday at this same time. When I bring the guest on to talk about achievement, to talk about adversity, to talk about the heartbreaks, to talk about when you wanted to eat a bullet or when you went through a divorce or when you lost a loved one or when you got sick and you got terrible news or lost a job or or just when the, the worst of the worst could happen. It showed up in your life, on your doorstep, how did you overcome? And I think that's important because, you know, people look at me as becoming successful, and I'm very honored by that. It's a pleasure to be here, and an honor, and I never forget that. I never forget where I come from, even as a speaker, and I train other speakers, I teach them that when you're in front of that stage, you're on that stage, man, you're not the star. You're the director. The audience is the star. So, we're going to take a short break, have a little commercial. We're going to come right back, and I want to finish out this segment and talk about how we can step into the attitude of the lion and have the respect of the jungle and serve the world. Let's take a short break. Be right back.
0: you're tuned in to the james stentley show we'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments drop us a line to jd at the james stentley show.com again that's jd at the james stentley show.com now back to the show wait till It's going to
1: be hilarious okay welcome back welcome back you know we were talking about the eagle and the lion and setting the tone for the James Dentley show and what you're going to hear. Now, I don't want you to be misled and give you the wrong impression because we're going to have a lot of fun on this show. I'm going to have sometimes we have people who are going to talk about business, but then I'm going to bring friends on, on the line that have been very successful, had tremendous hardships, and been successful again, and we're going to have you all cracking up because we are a motley crew because we don't take ourselves that serious, but we take our work and we take you that serious. So we want you to have fun along with us and to really enjoy yourself. But we want to inform you, inspire you, and and really give you hope. And we really want you to be able to take any message that you may get through the show and through any of our great speakers and pass it on. Share it with other people. Teach it to other people. Take the information. Embody it. Make it a part of everything that you do if it works for you and then teach it. Because once taught, you know, once taught, once taught, you know, twice learn. You're going to own the information, okay? Now, the thing about the lions and the eagle eagles is that they're leaders. They are the leaders. They lead their pack. They lead their way. They are feared. Not that we want people to fear you, but we want people to respect you. When I say feared, that means when you walk in a room, people know you showed up. They know something just happened. Oh, and it could be a big smile on their face, but they know when you walk in, something happened, and that's going to come through your energy through your frequency you know i wrote a book called the five frequencies of high performance and next week i want to challenge you because as you tune in next week three o'clock eastern 2 p.m central standard 12 noon pacific i want to give you a special offer and you can get my book for 99 cents now we're putting everything in place right now so instead of spending 20 dollars for the book you're going to spend $0.99 cents and you're going to get the five frequencies of high performance because we're going to talk a lot about frequency, about the energy signature that you put out to the world. And when you walk in a room that people feel you, that you use the laws of attraction to work for you, the laws of abundance that are clear, that always operate, and you must attack your lack or your lack will attack you. That means the laws of abundance, you must take a life of abundance and not just in money, but in character of goodwill, you show up that you make a difference. And sometimes you may not even know it because it becomes a part of you. It becomes like breathing. Okay, that you walk in there and you are the lion. You are the lioness. You are the, the person who walks in that is regal but yet humble. That's quiet but beautiful. But when they open up their mouth and they roar, everybody takes notice. And you can do that no matter who you are, what your background is, or no matter what your personality trait is. You know, we talk about personality traits, the the shark, the dolphin, the urchin, and the whale. Now, there's many personality profiles. That's the one I really like, you know, because that shark is a person that's very aggressive. They're kind of money motivated. They're driven to win. They're very competitive people. You know, they like sharp dress. They like to dress really sharp. They like sharp cars and nice expensive watches and expensive jewelry. We all know people like that, you know, and you need people like that. They can sometimes be a little abrasive, but, hey, they, they they play to win all the time. The Dolphins like to have a lot of fun. The Dolphins like to wear, they're very colorful. They like big earrings, or they have colors in their hair, or, or they have earrings in their lips and things like that, big cherry around their wrists. Uh, they like to have a lot of fun. They're the life for the party. Not always organized, you know, Dolphins. You know, I have a Dolphin side, man. I have about four jump drawers at a time. So Instead of a good week, I'm up to seven. But I spend every week trying to clean two, so I'm trying to average keep them at four. But a dolphin makes up their bed every night again. I mean, why make it up every night? You're getting back in it. You know. So, but a lot of people know people like that. <clears throat> Dolphins like to show up late for things. But when they get there, they're impactful. A lot of fun. Then you have your urchin U R C H I N. The urchin likes information, the urchins are analytical. A lot of your engineers would be urchins. They have to have information. They don't like hype. That's the Dolphins deal. They don't want to have fun. We have fun later. First, give me facts. I need to process. They wear conservative colors, okay, and and they they like things to start on time. They're very anal. They don't like it. When you're late for things, they don't like disorder. They don't like things to be disorganized. Can't stand it. Drives them up a wall. Then you have your whales. Your whales love to help other people. They were earth tones, and a lot of your social workers would be whales, people who like to care for another. You know, everybody doesn't have the temperament or the spirit to be able to be a caretaker for somebody else. It's tough. It's doable, but it's tough. Now, the great, great thing about this is that we all have all four personality traits. It's just that identifying which are your core personalities that are most natural for you. How do you show up? Now, some people have one, two, or three personalities, and they're pretty equal, and that means they can relate to more people. But have you ever met someone who you're a little bit irritated by for no reason? They just their space just didn't get along. A lot of times the personality traits and they also are linked to values and beliefs. And those conflicts cause that miscommunication or the discommunication, the lack of it whatsoever. You know, so when you understand what you are, then you're gonna work on what you're not. And through this show, I'm going to be sharing tidbits and information about how you move forward. I'm not going to give it to you all right now, but how you can speak, and you can paint with a broad brush, and you can make this thing fun, you know? And just take the responsibility of it, man, and just, you know, be positive as much as you possibly can. Have a positive attitude, because a lion, the thing that makes a lion and the eagle so regal is that they have the attitude, you know? But you want to have a positive attitude. I remember telling my son one day, you have to son, James, you have to have a great attitude in life, a positive outlook. And so he comes home and he says, Dad, I'm afraid I, I failed my math test. And I said, James, I said, you have to be positive, spin it around. He said, okay, I'm positive I failed my math test. Now, I wasn't expecting that, but that was a great laugh for me. And it kind of broke up the seriousness of it. Now we were able to pursue and go after the solutions without being uh, just so dogmatic about it, without making him feel so disappointed that he couldn't function, but also take it seriously. So it's going to come down to your attitude. What type of attitude you have? Eric Swanson, I can't wait to have him on the show because he has a, a book about having a habit, habitude. attitude and your habits, your habits, your rituals. These are the things that would define your life. And when you get involved uh, with this show and get immersed in the show and start learning from all of my guests that we're going to have each and every week, I'm going to ask my guests to, to let you all know how they can contact them and how you can work with them or get more information about what they do because it's my hope and desire is that you can start to build a relationship with some people that together you can transform the world, that they can impact your life and you can bring a blessing to theirs as well. Because, again, none of us go through life alone. It took somebody to pull us out our mother's womb. It's going to it take six people to carry us and put us in that hole. So every, in the middle of that, we're all going to need some help around that. But we're going to get help because we're going to create value. We're going to be value creators everywhere we go. We look at how we can serve, what we can give. We're going to understand the seven habits of how do affect the people, and we're going to begin to live that way. I have a friend of mine named John Shin, and John Shin is—he uh, lives out in California. He wrote the uh, no, as a matter of fact, he's the executive producer of *Think and Grow Rich* the movie, and he's writing a book right now, *Think and Grow Rich* for Asians. He's been written up in Forbes magazine. He and his wife have been extremely successful, but he's the most humble, givingest person he and his wife together that I've ever met in my entire life. And when you connect with people who are just playing high, but they still its like God, sit high and, and comes down low, you know, he's out there making a difference. And I can't wait to have him on the line because he's so funny. You're going to love it, but you're going to learn so much from John Shin. So I'm going to be putting together the lineup. And I'm going to get that lineup out to you guys so you know who's going to be on each and every week. You don't want to miss the series of this because everything we're putting together is being put together To help you achieve your goals and dreams and make 2019 the year. And that year is going to start not a week from now. It's going to start right now. It's going to start right at this moment. You know, I want to start talking about my book, The Five Frequencies of High Performance. And I want to anchor with that because it's all about intention. Who do you want to be each and every day? How do you want to show up? You know, when I wake up out of the bed each morning, I make a conscious decision to decide who I want to be that day. And every day I miss, I may be a little cranky. <laughs> or I'll get behind the eight ball. Or I'll be short in my patience. So I use some affirmations or declarations that every single morning I wake up and I simply quote uh, my thing. And I want to read it to you because sometimes if I miss a word or a sentence, I can uh, go back and I can just put in what I mean at that moment and what I feel at that morning, moment. But every single morning, and I'm in my, my show every week with this, but I just want to say it right now, that today I accept that the universe has something great for me. Now, i am say it again. Today... Accept the fact that the universe has something great for you, because it does. It's waiting for you to step into it, to get into alignment, to get in that state of flow with the universe and all things that are natural, because it is natural for you to live your dreams. It's natural for you to make a difference. It's natural for you to enjoy life. It's natural for you to endure pain and get through it and enjoy those beautiful scars, because my scars got scars. Those are your battle marks that qualify you to be able to encourage somebody else. So today... I accept that the universe has something great for me. I expect this, and I am preparing myself for these gifts. I am willing to pay the price because I know it's worthwhile, and I know it's necessary. I know my family is dependent upon me to be able to provide and to perform at a higher level each and every day. I am now in alignment with my financial frequency of abundance, the frequency that is my birthright. This abundance allows me to do good in the world. I am a great example for those who follow me, who listen to my words, and who see my deeds. I live it. I accept it. I acknowledge that it is mine, and I am thankful and humble. I am grateful and every day for those things that are coming to me, even though they're not here yet. I know they're coming. I can see them. Even if, they're, even if my eyes are closed, I can see them. I can see them and touch them even though they're not in my hands. They're still mine. They are coming. They are coming. And every single day with intention, you declare who you're going to be, how you're going to show up, that now you're going to be interdirected, directed not out-of-directed, that you have taken control of your life, not what happens but how you respond. And when things go wrong, we don't go wrong with it. I'm really excited about this show I remember when I was asked to do this show a long time ago, and I had one of my partners on it, That I did a phenomenal job, tremendous my respect for that gentleman and all he's done and brought to to our family. Uh, but I tell you, it wasn't the right time for me. I was so busy, and I'm even busier now. You know, I remember the times being homeless. I remember the how it felt and not asking for help, and it wasn't out of pride. It was out of the understanding that it was time to grow up, to own, to own what was ever going to come with that destiny of the success that was my birthright, that it was something that I would have to go through in order to achieve it. And in going through it, it began to shape me and to forge me and the fire began to mold me and to melt me and, and it began to burn off some things. And that's what I started to be. to understand what it meant when they said, in order for the new me to live, the old me must die. And I'm still not perfect today, but when I look at the breadcrumbs through my life, you know, we live life forward, but we understand it backwards. And I look at through those breadcrumbs, if you look at the breadcrumbs of your life and look back and see, and look at how thankful you are to be and grateful that you're going to be right where you are at this moment, right where you are. I remember growing up, and my mom was a single parent with myself and three sisters, not having money. I remember growing up and being in territories where I would go to school and walk through 15 gang territories each and every day. Every day, I would go to school wondering if I was going to come back home or if I was going to have a, a bloody lip or busted eye. Every single day. I remember getting a job in a restaurant and working from six in the evening and getting home at four in the morning and being back at high school at eight thirty in the morning. I remember when I tried to to play around with drugs, never cigarettes, but it didn't work out well for me and I remember that I had to make some shifts in my life. And I remember going to my family and and, and and confessing that my life wasn't working and I was out of control and embracing me and sending me someplace to have help. And I remember the feeling of feeling like I was nothing. I let everybody down. That was nothing. And I say this because I was speaking with a gentleman just yesterday, and this gentleman was joining a part of our company. Uh, uh, I'm not going to mention his name, but I was with one of my dear friends, this guy, uh, Bill Walsh, has just been a great friend of me for 25 years. And and, um, this gentleman called me up, and and I don't want to tell the whole story. I don't want people to know who he is, but... He called me up and he was all fired up about getting into the business and he made a mistake and he said some things that weren't true and he called me up and he was in tears and I had just met him because he told me he was an alcoholic and he was ashamed and his credit card wasn't, it wasn't the wrong number and he didn't have any money, he had lost everything. And he began to cry. And my heart went out to him but it wasn't out of pity, it was out of understanding. And how could I have that understanding had I not gone that path first? And I felt so grateful that in that moment, even though I had a lot of words to say at that moment, except for, hey, don't worry about that. We're going to go forward, and now let's deal with the solution, not the issue. Because I lived it. I won't judge that. I've been there. I've been there when you feel like you disappointed everyone. When you look at and think about Helen Keller and they ask Helen Keller, how did it feel when you were deaf and dumb? Okay, how did it feel when you couldn't communicate? She poured into a potted plant and said, I felt like that. He said, the plan, she said, no, felt like dirt. I know because I've been there. So we're going to take another break and we're going to come back and we're going to close it out. And I want to tell you guys a little bit more about my story. You're going to hear about some great stuff that's coming. You know, our goal is to build a multi-billion dollar company with other people and change the world. We're going to think, we're going to think big. But I'm also going to talk about the low points, my failures, my challenges. I want you to know me. Make it be an open book because I won't go through life in the dark. And I want to encourage you to join me in the light and let's go out there and impact the world. Because all of us, all of us have a story. This is just mine. Let's take a break. I'll be right back.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America do you have audacious faith for your business we help you to learn more about stepping out on faith to brand your business and yourself in today's crowded competitive marketplace is your marketing plan in order how do you set yourself apart Audacious Faith for Your Business with host Dawn Jordan Jones will teach you the methods that can make yourself and others aware of who you are. Audacious Faith for Your Business is broadcast live every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in and see your hard work pay off. It's time to transform your life. Start by tuning in to the Glennie Show with Glennie Hughes. Glenise combines business, relationships, wealth, life, and a whole lot of magic to create abundance and prosperity in every part of your life. It's all done through straight and often frank discussions in the best way that Glenise knows how. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Master your life with The Glenise Show. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally mentally and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life health culture and society tune in to dr red says tuesday at 1 p.m pacific 4 p.m eastern on voice america empowerment
0: You're tuned in to the James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at show.com Again, that's JD at show.com Now, back to the show. <laughs>
1: I need some medication as it is. Welcome back. Welcome back, you guys. I was talking to some of my folks on Facebook, and we're having a great time. And I want to let you in on it as well because I definitely want you to tune into the show and do me a favor and share with as many people as you can. Anything that we're covering, if it helps you and empowers you, I want you to go to our Facebook page. Uh, the James Dintley Show Facebook page, and, and give us your comments. If it's not up, they're, they're working on it right now, trying to get it the way we want it, but you can go to my Facebook page, James Dintley, on Facebook, and, and tell me how you feel. And if it's something that we can address and share, we want to know it. And it, and as we move forward, I'm going to be asking you all about your story and see what's going on with you. And if you've got a story out there and you're doing something really cool or you come through something or you just need somebody to support you and, and, how, and you don't know where to go to where to turn, I want to open up the, the ability for you to be able to plug in. Now, as we move the show forward, it's also going to be interactive. So next week at the beginning of the show, and you've got to be on the show to get it, we're going to give you a phone number. You can call in, and then we can talk to myself and some of my guests as well, and we'll fill as many calls as we possibly can. Everyone else will address on another show or we'll call you back personally and see if we can make a difference. So we're going to ask you to support us, and we want to support you back because I really want to do something a little bit different, a little bit special. I'm going to be giving away some free gifts on our show. I'm going to be giving away a lot of free, cool stuff on our show. And I want to let you guys know as I finish this story out about this young man and my personal story, I want to talk about some cool things that we're doing in the future and that we can collaborate on and we can do together and see if we can find some synergy that we can impact the world together. I always say, look... Sure, we'll hit a billion dollars in revenue, but if I get 5% and you get 6%, oh, I can live with that. We'll probably be the best of friends, and please allow me to borrow money. Not that I need it. I just want to know it's there. Okay. So I was telling you about this gentleman that went through uh he told me he was alcoholic. And because I went through it and I spent 28 days in there, it helped me build. It helped build me. You know, as a matter of fact, I wrote a breakthrough program while I was in rehab. And I realized that everybody was sick. They were addicted to all kinds. I knew people that were addicted to church, to relationships, to candy, to food, to everything, to everything. And they had lost control, and their life had become unmanageable. And I began to write a a breakthrough program, and then I went out with that program that I started in 1999. But I went out with my program with those enhancements They created the maintenance plan so a person can get a breakthrough but then keep that breakthrough. So when a gentleman called me, I got it. And now it's about moving forward and taking his story that he felt shame and guilt and humiliation and turning it into the power. turning turned into a beacon of light to dig the pathway so others can have a better and brighter future. I remember the times I've gone through divorce, having nightclubs and not coming home at night and making decisions that weren't the best decisions in the world. And I had to grow through that. I had to own those things. I remember making millions of dollars and losing it, not once, twice. Not just twice, you know, and, but I learned some things from it, and I grew from it. You see, I've been scarred. At 21 years of age, I was a third-degree black belt in Japanese karate and a third-degree brown belt in judo. I mean, I was lean body muscle, 180 pounds, cut up. Oh, I used to dance for a living, man. I was pretty cool. I had a lot of hair polish fell out. And I'll tell you, I remember getting sick with a blood infection from a chemical they put on my scalp. And I had pain every single day, and I wanted to die. I wasn't going to put a gun in my mouth, but I had no problem trying to OD. I wanted to die, man, because I was in pain every day. It wouldn't go away. When I slept, I was in pain. When I sat in chair, I was in pain. My mother took me to five hospitals, and finally one hospital. Got me on an antibiotic and got it together. Now I stayed on antibiotics for 20 years. It wasn't pretty. Fifteen months ago, I was diagnosed with cancer. Went to the doctor for a routine physical, PSA 62. By the grace of God, my dear friend, Bless Brown, 20 years ago, when I sat in my mother's backyard on a summer day, had told me about his journey of cancer, and he had lost a couple of friends, and what would happen when I got a little bit older. I'm 60 now, and 40, he told me what life would be like, and he prepared me. So when I got the news, and my PSA was 62 and high as 6, I said, okay, I don't have any symptoms, but I got a problem. I did a biopsy, and they have a Gleason scores from 0 to 10, 10 being the worst. And out of the 12 biopsies, 10 of them were 9s and 2 of them were 8s. And I could have surgery and the surgery would have gave me another outcome. Well, that wasn't going to be pretty. And I opted to go through radiation, but because I was on the health and wellness products, because I understood how to give my body a fighting chance, I knew there were plants out there and things that even our company had that could help with cancer and I began to immerse myself with it. And I went to radiation five days a week for 10 weeks and I enjoyed myself. I inspired, motivated everybody there. We had a great time. I look forward to going to have radiation five days a week, ten weeks. And I came home and I did all of my conference calls. I came home and I still worked my business. I came home and I did not make excuses. I did not let my wife, my son, my children, my daughter, either one of my sons. I didn't let anybody see me make excuses because there weren't any to make because the nutritional things I was taking helped build my body up. So I had none of the side effects that other people have. And 15 months later, going from 62 PSA, I'm 0.01. By the grace of God, go I. Now, I will tell you that, you know... I'm thankful to the doctors. I brought 21 nurses and doctors uh, gift cards for them to take them and their significant others out to Outback Steakhouse and just have fun. And when I go back now just to visit, even the guy who valets the car, they we had a great time, man. We, we're all plugged in as one family. I, I admire the work because to, when people go through that, if you can go in an environment that make people feel good in the middle of their mess, that make them feel about life, that think about living and not dying and the possibilities. And I was so grateful to know that I had paid the price that even if God had decided my time was up, that I could leave my family a million dollars a year in residual income and then build other companies around it. You see, yeah, I've been through some stuff. Sarcoidosis on prednisone, up to 370 pounds on a CPAC machine, you know, know, sitting with a bold face trying to talk myself into having great self-esteem, talking myself through it each and every day, but knowing that my health wasn't the best. And, you know, it's just life is just life. But in the middle of it, we can make a difference. And I don't care what size you are, what you go through, what you look like, we can make a difference. We're all special. I love each and every one of you because once I learn how to love people for them and not me, my life got better. That means I deal with how I show up in your life. And by fin you, I apologize. We try to make it better. If I empower you, then I'm so thankful. And you encourage me and inspire me to continue on. That maybe that smile or that word that's positive can impact the lives of so many other people. And through that, we talk about business acceleration. Oh, my goodness, I've got people that's going to come on this show that are going to blow your mind. I'm sitting in the city summit, and I'm going to talk about the summit gala. That's coming up in February. I'm going to talk about the marketer's cruise. That comes up at the end of January. But I'm in the city summit. And I'm listening to this technology uh, shift that's going to take place with virtual reality, augmented reality, holograph and all these things. And I get this idea, and immediately I, I ran with it. And I created a virtual reality program that I'm going to launch in the next 30 days that's going to disrupt the way that we teach people how to present and help people become more comfortable presenting and even doing presentations, whether it be network marketing or corporate America, and then follow up with 12 months of video modules to teach them. And I got that idea showing up in an organization that blessed my life. And I can't wait for you to meet Ryan Long and the great people i met in the City Gala City Summit. Matter of fact, go to citygala.org and check it out. Can't wait for you to meet Ryan. I love Ryan. Ryan, if you're listening anywhere, I, I love you. We support you, man, and I'm with you 100%, you know, because this man was with me. He chose me, and now there's nothing I wouldn't do to support that organization as together we make a bigger, bigger difference. And today when I look at what we get to do, and my wife and I running our nonprofit already always amazing Children, veterans, and seniors that be surrounded by the most incredible people from our sister Denise, Mike and Robbie Matthews, Carly Grace, uh, Yolanda Givens, and all the people that have supported, that have volunteered, to give their hearts to these children, to help them write their own books, to get them through STEM training, to get them through the summertime where they have a safe environment and have great breakfast and lunch because we're catering everything, no more Chicago public school food. We're catering all that stuff to pick up the cost so they have the support around them. We're blessed to do that because there was a time I couldn't do it. We have a media company, the radio is the beginning, and now we're going to launch our podcast, our streaming TV network. So not only will we have a TV show, but a network. And we're going to have people like just like you, each and every one of you who are doing cool stuff, and even kids that will have their own shows. We're going to train our children to be in front of the shows, having gaming shows and news shows and educational shows and fun shows and positive reality shows about getting along, how to deal with bullying and things of that nature. And to put a different twist on it so we can anchor and put tiebacks and put anchors and some triggers in there for long-term change. The, the, our children may be 60% of the population, but they are 100% of our future. And working with our veterans and our seniors as well, already always amazing is our nonprofit, and I want to thank Mike Hale for taking up, taking up the journey of, uh, and responsibility of just getting our message out there in a bigger way. Our media division with our TV network, Always Amazing TV, we're going to have sports. Many of you know that we've invested in a sports team with professional athletes. We're going to have a radio, podcasts, and we already have our magazine, and we're going to have our live events that will continue, Inspire. 2019 is going to be coming to a city near you, and you can plug in there. And you're going to meet a lot of people you hear on the radio. I mean, on this show, this show, you're going to meet them in person. And many people who came come to our last one we had in August are now working with these people. They have relationships with them. It's so cool. My dear friend, Forrest Riley, who, the $2 billion lady, when she would come to Chicago, to all of my friends, I look on Facebook, and they're hanging out with her down in Florida on her TV show. And she's been being trained by people who make billions of dollars, but has a heart of gold. So it's so cool that we're going to get a chance to do to do Because not only are you going to meet them, but they're going to meet you. And the one thing that I know, that you may not know I know, is that you're going to bless their life. Because each and every one of you, you got something special in you. You know, Les Brown would say it like this. You are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. So we're going to do some cool things in the media division. With our business division, we do business coaching. We're still training our speakers with Inspired to Speak Action Camp. And we have our three-day Inspired to Speak and Win. But people who want to be speakers and be better at business and people who are better at business want to be better speaking, that two-and-a-half-day camp is absolutely incredible. So we'll get you more information about that as well. But now we are partnered up with the International Speakers Club as we are founding members, my wife and I, and we're going to be taking speakers to Dubai, through Spain, uh, through Brazil, and even throughout America, and we're going to help brand your business and show you how to get hired as a professional speaker and how to sell your books as an author as well. So I'm just so thankful and blessed that each and every one of you have chosen to be a part of our show of our family. Those are just some of the tentacles that we have. You know, with our business coaching division, we're going to be able to do some cool things that, that way. And it's my heart's desire that as I am blessed to meet these incredible people and, and know some good people with great values, I just wanted to be around really good people, that perhaps I can get you to the people that can help you take your dreams and make it a reality, to tweak them perhaps so you can serve a bigger purpose. I just ask you one thing, to live well, to be kind to one another, and to think big. And whatever you do, don't think outside the box, because there is no box. So to do big things, you have to have a big dream. And I want you to dream so big that you have to grow into it. I want those shoes to be bigger than you can feel, but I want you to flop around them anyway. No matter what your age, no matter what you've done, you know, it's my understanding And my experience is that even people that I know who've got a $100 million company are still stuck if they're trying to get to two. And we've got people that don't know where to start, that every single day, they walk out their door determined to go to Mount Entrepreneur. They've had enough. They want their business ideas to flourish, to shine. They know they're here to do something more, something more purposeful. And some people talk themselves out of even getting in the car. Some get in the car and forget they left the stove on and make an excuse and turn back. They're not like Napoleon, who when he landed on, that, on the land that he came to conquer, he set the ships on fire, and all the men went into a panic. What are you doing? He says, we're home. We're not going back. We've come to win. When it's absolution, I want you to have the attitude that John F. Kennedy had when he made the declaration after Russia had beat us to space that we would be the first nation to have a person on the moon. He said, we won't do it because it's easy. We'll do it because it's hard. He had no idea on how to do that. He didn't know how to get to space. But he went to his engineers. He says, what is it going to take? And what is it going to take for you to achieve your goals and your dreams? What is it going to take for you to step outside of the, outside of the box that you created because there is no box? What is it going to take for you to make the unimaginable reality? What is it going to take? The five words the engineer said to JFK when he asked him, what is it going to take to be the first people on the moon? Five words. I want you to embody Five words. It's going, to, what it's going to take for you to achieve your dreams, for your family, for your community, for whatever your whatever it may be. What is it going to take? Five words. The will to do it. The will to do it. That's what it's going to take. And each and every show, we're going to end this thing about the will to do it. We're going to end this show and plant it in your mind, and your spirit, and your heart that you have what it takes. But are you ready to ready to exercise the will to do it?
0: Thank you for listening to the James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.